Greetings, this is Atma Boda, and it is the second podcast today because I felt so inspired after, la- after the last one on sin that I felt that there's so much more to talk about on this. Anyway, today's December 14th still, 2021, and we're just going to continue where we left off. The title of this podcast is Only Inferior Pleasure is Sin. I was inspired to write something this evening, and I'm going to share that with you right now. It goes like this. From the perspective of objective truth, sin is never about what action someone takes or doesn't take. It is always about how such action is approached and what the motivation is. But firstly, it's important to define what exactly sin is. Sin is whatever creates a sense of limitation or longing within you. Sin is never empowering or inspiring or loving. It is something that when tasted makes you feel incomplete or it makes you want more, right? It makes you feel complete for a short time. In the Bible, it says that all have sinned who have fallen short of the glory of God. What this simply means is that if you are not experiencing unconditional love, and the bliss of higher inspiration and truth, then you are sinning. This basically means that if you are not having the greatest time of your life, you are sinning. This sounds ironic because the reason people sin is because they think, oh, it's better. It's because they're having a better time, right? But all sinful activities are actually inferior activities. There is nothing more enjoyable than being in a continuous state of enlightenment. There's no comparison. Let's take children, for example. When a child is innocent, that means that child has not yet tasted desire. When you are innocent, your happiness is in your spontaneity. In every moment, you have exuberance. You are able to gaze out into the world with wide-eyed wonder and awe at the gloriousness that surrounds you wherever you go. You don't feel desire because you feel complete satisfaction in the moment. You don't need anything because everything is right here. You feel complete and excited to be alive. There is a reason that the Bible says that you must be as a child to enter the kingdom of heaven. There is also another reason why the Bible says that it is easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. This contrast between a child and a rich man is a very simple one to make. The child may be penniless and yet innocent and happy, whereas the wealthy may have all the money in the world, but also it often means they are full of attachments. Instead of money being the liberator, money has acted like the chains that bind them up with desires. So clearly then, sin shares a strong affinity with external desire. That is because 
external desires make you feel incomplete without the object of these desires. Ironically, even when you fulfill these desires, even that feeling is much inferior to the liberation of enlightenment. Sin is discouraged historically not as a means to limit you, but because sin itself is the limitation. When you can experience unlimitlessness, desire and the fruits of desire are a letdown. However, the biggest misunderstood aspect of sin is the false labeling of actions as sins. This concept is demonstrably false. Once you have mastered desire, it is possible to engage in all other, uh, all matters of activities while being in a continuous enlightened state of bliss and love. For example, an enlightened person can look at a naked woman and still feel love and bliss and much more than that. And because the enlightened person can be absent of desire, but feel love and bliss, right? Someone who is less strong may feel a strong attraction and desire for that naked woman. The one who is feeling desire is the person who is sinning. If the woman is wearing a bikini and the man is feeling desire, the man is sinning equally. If all the man is doing is looking at bare feet and feeling desire, the man is sinning just as equally as if he is looking at a naked woman. It's not about what you do with your hands or what you do with your eyes. It's how you react to what you see. If you feel desire, that is the sinning part of the equation. It's not the action that determines the level of the sin, but the feeling of desire that has overcome you. When you purify yourself and can come to a place of continuous, unconditional love and bliss of truth, you realize that there is no external desire that can rival this exquisite pleasure. Furthermore, you can bring this feeling of bliss and love to every activity you do, whether it be watching a movie or making love to your wife or experiencing a roller coaster ride or playing a computer game. All of these amusements are no longer sins because you have mastered desire. And of course, that goes same as true for skiing and sports and riding a bike and skateboard and any other physical activity. It's all about desire. If you love what you do, that's awesome. But if you feel a strong desire, that is what is the problem of, of life. In fact, that's probably the biggest problem with society as a whole right now is people are consumed by their external desires to such an extent that people have forgotten what is love. But in conclusion, sin is always about inferior pleasures. The supreme sublime pleasures are always divine and far beyond the reach of any external desire. 
the only way through this gateway to true paradise is to open your heart to unconditional love and open your mind to receive the purest and the highest truth. Wow. Just take a moment to just receive that powerful message. What my takeaway is from this is that it's so beautiful, the gift of life that we are all given. And it is complete in and of itself. And what happens is that we forget about that completion. Long ago, I had written something else, which I don't have with me for the podcast, but I'm going to just recount what this realization was. And it had to do with the garden of Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden and about how Eve gave Adam the fruit of the the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and about how as soon as Adam ate of that fruit that they no longer were in paradise and they were cast out and that is just a beautiful analogy that is misunderstood because of course in this instance what is the fruit but an allegory for desire what happened was that Adam was tempted and no blame uh, being made here on Eve because desire is not something that you can blame someone else for you should be the master of your own self and your own mind and be stronger to be able to withstand any external desire. So this is not about, you know, putting this in a sexist perspective. But what happened was by taking that fruit of desire, innocence was lost. And because innocence was lost, that lack of satisfaction and that completion, which is paradise. When you, are, when you feel complete all the time, that is paradise. When you feel that love in your heart, when you feel that euphoric bliss in your mind, that is what paradise is. And so in the story of Adam and Eve, when they bit into that apple, which represents desire, that's when they fell from paradise because desire was introduced and how do we get back to that garden of eden very simple to master desire to master that fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the way to do that is through this path this philosophy espoused on this channel the ultimate and that's the entire purpose of this is to get you to a place whereby you have mastered your desires and you have developed this inner resilience this inner core this inner strength within you this impenetrable mind this steadfastness 
so that you can be like a rock in the face of every situation that life can throw at you. And this becomes your power. And when people see this power in you, guess what? You get awarded promotions at work. You are recognized as someone that is an asset in the company that you're working for or institution or any situation in life. You earn respect because strength is a sign of respect. Strength is power. And when you have that inner resilience, you naturally become a leader. And if you're a leader already, you become respected even more as a leader. But yes, only inferior pleasure is sin. And that is such a hard concept maybe to wrap your head around. It's like, well, if it's such a great pleasure, then why do I even have desires today? Why am I tempted to do different things and to keep making the same mistakes and where I have these ups and downs in life. What is the best way to escape that? And that's a great question because each person is entirely unique individual. But the first step is to recognize what is superior to recognize that the superior pleasure is enlightenment it is feeling unconditional love and bliss there's nothing better than that in fact not only is it the most superior sensual pleasure that you could experience in life but it's something that doesn't end it's endless and not only is it endless in this life but it's something that once you can taste in this life you can bring forward into potentially future lives. It's like gaining the keys to immortality because instead of having to wait for death to experience heaven, you can seize heaven yourself on earth and create it the way that you were destined to create it and to not give anyone the power to dissuade you to upset you to discourage you or to bring you down in any way possible and of course the means to do that is number one to master your desires and how do you master your desires by whenever you feel desire within yourself to recognize hey that's not me that's not the deepest me. That's not the most authentic me because I know I am not desire. I am more than desire. Desire cannot have power over me. I am stronger than that. That is the determination that you must have within yourself to realize that desire is the gateway to deception. Desire is not your friend. External desire is not your friend. It isn't. It doesn't love you. It doesn't care about you. It doesn't make you feel empowered. It provides you zero benefit and only gives you delusion. It will give you temporary happiness, but not lasting happiness. To obtain lasting happiness, you need to look deeper and higher. Because 
the ultimate pleasures are one in your heart in the deepest depths and two in the highest realms of truth objective truth living truth the one living truth the highest truth and both of these are experienceable by you you don't need to content content yourself with one or the other but to go either way is a great choice to have and it certainly beats desire in every way because external worldly desires are inferior pleasures they're inferior it's not the best it's less than the best it takes you away from yourself it takes you away from your inner authenticity the deep you the you that you desperately want to return to because that is your home not where the these desires take you they don't take you home they take you away from your home if you want your home it's here in your heart right now and if you want to experience the fullness of your heart it's good to take a moment and accept the one living truth to accept that into your life into your heart into your mind to inspire you and to give you the energy that you need to be stronger than every situation that you can find yourself in both now and in the future it can give you the pleasure that exceeds any external pleasure so you won't be tempted and you can be the person that you are destined to become seize the moment seize this deep er identity be you and you don't need any external guru or external teacher you have that already inside of you you just need to remember because you've been sleeping a long time you've been distracted a long time and you've had glimpses of glory in the past but the time for glimpses is over now is the time to take things to the next level and again we have a website at divinity.com whereby you can interact with the community the ultimate community on reddit and also on discord and these podcasts now are being uploaded daily at on youtube so and we're adding some nice images in the future I'm, I'm going to also do live video and do some streaming and actually do not only podcasts but actual video on youtube but right now i'm just one person operating here and i'm looking to build a community for more of us so that we can come together and be stronger in our numbers 
This is Atma Boda signing off, and you have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.